alive. <laughs> I love, I love that movie. There's no trilogy. <laughs> it's one movie. <laughs> uh, okay, so here we are on another episode of the Dorks Podcast. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Coming to us live from Burbank, California, we have Yo-Yo. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed this one. <laughs> Hooray! The best of the bye. Uh, uh, what a trooper Yo-Yo had to work today, but he is... Uh, streaming in from uh, I thought he worked from the Wiz. Finger like, licking that... good. <laughs> Nobody it is. Wiz. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, I just had to bring that up. Okay, James. I have to say, Lego Movie 2 is fantastic. I need to go see that. I also have to go see Alita. That's out well, this weekend, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Alita. Alita is uh, yeah tomorrow. Maybe that'll be my Valentine's Day gift to myself. I don't know. Go do, go go have uh, a two for one matinee special. I.e., you only pay for one movie, but you see two. That should be fun. We don't. I my theater doesn't have those. Uh, I, I work until seven, at least for the next several days. So. I think Alex got it. I don't think anybody else got what I was saying about the two for one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. no, I'm so sad about the fact that I'm working for the next several uh, days. So I'm going to either have to, like, eh, I'll do this after work. Yeah, or, yeah six, you, you, you only pay for one movie and then you just walk into the other theater. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, got, I got you now. You're uh, a bad boy, Leo. You can do it. No, my theater, totally. my theater has assigned seating, so... Oh yeah, because the two. Are, yeah, it's not a, it's not infinity Stop war. That that can... Stop that man from sitting in all these empty seats in this row. Uh, and Alex is here. You heard Alex there. Hello. Uh, okay. So, you know what I gotta say. Uh, you want to talk about the big purple elephant in the room or blue elephant in the room? In the west part of Agrabah, born and raised, and a gold lamp was where I spent most of my days. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> that is my only wish. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Aladdin trailer dropped, and uh, it 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 fell hard. It, it is not getting uh, good feedback. I mean, Aladdin looks nice. Aladdin, yeah, Jasmine yeah. looks like the good. Jafar looks good. The, no. the, the tiger looks good. Jafar doesn't ride until they rub that lamp and this weird blue thing came out. Oh yeah. I hope that's not final CGI. It probably is. Like, I'm sorry, it probably is. Well, uh, they still got time to change. It is CGI, so. Are they going to put Rob yeah. Williams there? Yeah, that that's literally the only thing. They could have just made like, a modern version of actual genie just took all the audio they already had from them and just used that. Yeah. That, that would have been the best option. That'd be cool. So I have to I have to say I voiced my opinions to Jen when it came out and Jen had to set me right and basically like you have to give the movie a chance. You know, it's gonna be Will Smith. It's gonna be a funny he's pretty funny. You know, let's see what he can do with that role. 
before Lately, you just though. cast them out. Lately, though, I don't think so. Uh, here, here's a here's a question for you guys. Would you rather have this movie or Wild Wild West two? We you wild, we you wild, wild Jim West. Well, you, I mean, you know what you're getting into when you like. It's not ruining something that like, I enjoyed during my childhood. You know what you're getting into if there's a Wild Wild West two. Sorry, that's true. But Is also, from all the. Uh, <laughs> A bigger one, the bigger spider. <laughs> um, but from all the other live action remakes, we kind of knew what we were going to get into. Not everyone, there is there even rumor now that they're doing like a live action version of a potential Nightmare Before Christmas movie, and ever the internet is already imploding on just the concept of that happening. No, we're no. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> see, you, you, you just triggered Yo-Yo. I mean, why do you have to go and do that? He's gonna start yelling at customers. It's just... <laughs> he's gonna we be. Can't have uh, he's, he's gonna be chucking what Blu-rays they have left at people and stuff. He's gonna find all the copies of Night Before Christmas and just hand them out to people. I bought them all. The kids need to know where the truth really came from. <laughs> Sacrilege. Oh, God. Um, I mean, like, I saw, like I said, you, you see a lot of the set pieces from the original version of the movie. You see the entrance of uh, Prince Ali coming in. Um, you know, you, you see that parade. You see you know, the Cave of Wonders. You see some more of that. You, you kind of see the hint of the a, a whole new world scene. It's like a quick little thing. You know, I... I other than the genie, like I said, I'm gonna press it. I'm still very interested. I know it's a big part of this movie. I'm still very interested to see how they do the story because, again, you got to remember. I remember when this movie came out, and then it being reflected a couple years later how it really wasn't a good portrayal of like the Middle East. It really was such like a really sanitized version of it. And it looks like they're going for like true authenticity of like how mm. like this this would it, it it looks like it again. I it looks like it like. It looks more about like their the culture and stuff is present as well. It's not just four white people from Hollywood playing these roles. You know, it looks like you I, know, I am you happy there isn't Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, let's not bring a Prince of Persia. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? You mean the video Persia. games, right? I've never heard of any. Totally. So I mean, like I said, I, I will take I will take Jen's advice and I'm going to give it a shot. And again, if it doesn't work out. It's not like the animated class, the animated version no longer exists. Even though I still believe Aladdin three is actually still a really good sequel. I've never seen any of the sequels. That was the one with um, his father, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that wasn't that one wasn't bad. Nope. James, if the movie bombs and it really sucks, please don't blame Jen. She's just trying to help. <laughs> I will say I like I think I like the costume design. I think the whoever Definitely. did the wardrobe in the film it looks like that's probably maybe where most of the budget went in because it definitely didn't go to this the the people who made or designed Genie. The only thing they made him is that they made him a blue thick boy with some like weird like weird like tattoo embedding mm-hmm. things in his arms and jewelry and that's it because they want to make reference to old genie but they also want to like like skin will smith's face and just put it over a gross potato thanos body i think but i think you're only gonna see him like that early on and then he's gonna go into like the full human form pretty quickly yeah like like the early photos that was shown well i mean also but you gotta think also the broadway show it's a person like in a blue suit like so, I could see them kind of taking what they do uh, the Aladdin on Broadway, and be like, "You're only gonna see this like the the big embodiment of genie once or twice in that scene, and then you know maybe later on in the movie." But you gotta even think like too, if you look at think back of the movie, he's only like in that like gas form of like you don't see his feet a couple times. Every other time he has, he's full. He's a full body. Yeah. Yeah. But at but the I same mean, time, uh, a play has a them. budget. 
No, but I'm saying even in animated series, you don't see him in that gas form all the time. He's always you 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 he's implied that he has legs for the majority of that movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like you could see this form being whatever, but then when you see him like fully with legs and stuff, it's gonna be him painted blue. Like or like with the blue chroma key over him. Do you think they're going to do the thing like they did in the original movie where it's gonna be Will Smith playing the person who is the frame of the story, the traitor is like, oh, this lamp type thing in the beginning of it. And it's always kind of implied since it's voiced by Robin Williams himself that this is a genie just in a different form. Well, it's the free genie, yeah, telling the story. Yeah. Oh. Like, do you think that's how they're going to do the film? It's going to start off with a Will Smith as another character? I feel like that that was made for Robin Williams because... They, they had they were like he probably got into like a prop room or something like that and was like started just talking about stuff like is there anything anybody else yeah, that's rather want... for a couple of seconds and all of a sudden he's like started talking random <laughs> I would just, just, just record it just record it is there anybody else you'd rather have as Genie I just would out have of curiosity just doing the audio like taking the audio from the original like sessions because they had tons of stuff that they didn't even use. Oh, I agree. I, I'm, I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, if you could choose another actor, if they had to, if they had to, and it, and if you, because I don't know, like, I think Will Smith is charismatic, but I don't think he's like a powerful personality for the genie. You know. Well, rumor had it was between him for this role as the genie, or the Michael Keaton character for Dumbo. Hmm. Uh, I and he picked Dumbo. No, and he picked, he picked the genie, knowing the possible like fan thing. <laughs> he's like, or he's like, uh, Jim Crow. <laughs> I remember that first one. Did you know Will Smith turned down uh, Django Unchained because of his bad time with Wild Wild West? He also turned down The Matrix to do Wild Wild West. Right, right. And we Everything goes back to. Wiki Wow, Wiki Wow Wow, Wiki Wow, Wiki Wow West, Jim West, Desperado. Even the even the Tim Burton uh, Superman movie eventually led to Wild Wild West as well. <laughs> Spider, I have um, to I have no, to I admit mean, I did enjoy that movie when it came out. It was a good popcorn flick. I saw it in the theaters. Oh, well, you got to think it, it. I did not. It came, but you got to understand, like Will Smith had what Independence Day and Men in Black behind him before that. Like he had a two really huge blockbuster like. Yeah. True. Yep. Um for for a comedian to play the genie. But see like I can see like Jim Carrey 10 years ago doing it cuz he does the voices. So and he and he's that like really animated man, he can be that manic person. Mhm. Um yeah, but so could Kevin Hart. You could also argue with Ryan Reynolds cuz nowadays he's kind of the modern Jim Carrey. Mm. But that, I think he's um, too smarmy for that kind of for that character. Uh, the he, Rock. Everyone's already comparing him to Scorpion King. I wouldn't mind The Rock because <laughs> he blew me away in Moana. You know, the guy can mm. sing. He's yeah. What about awesome? What about <laughs> Patton Oswalt? I think he's too dry humor. Like I don't think I, it would. I want him to be also, Jasmine's he, dad. <laughs> He's also Remy the Rat from Rat Patootie. Rat Patootie. <laughs> I, I think Kevin Hart would have been a good choice. Kevin Hart's in everything. Same thing with like, yeah, he's in everything. Stop it, Kevin Hart. Give let other role other people have roles. I didn't say it. I think. Hey, I hey, hey, Eddie Murphy. Oh what no! This was his comeback. What they got Eddie Murphy as Genie. No, because his movie's gonna be coming to America too. Yeah, coming to yeah. America too. I still just wanted to play a clump as the genie. That's it. (laughs) No, no, no. The Nutty Professor Rebirth. (laughs) I love that. Like, Nutty Professor and a slow fade in says Rebirth. It's like, what does that mean? Ah, I want that movie. (laughs) Uh, Buddy went wrong. (laughs) So, the internet is aflame for, what is it? Two seconds worth of Will Smith, or is it Blue Smith? Can we call him Blue Smith? 
No. Will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I I have hopes for it. I mean, it's been way too long since I saw the original. I remember I loved the original. Um, keep keep holding on to those thoughts of loving the original. I know. You're, you're probably going to be sorely disappointed by this one. And again, I don't think it's going to be any... Like, I think there's way too many things that they, like, you can't really do live action in with crappy CGI. Cause I don't know where their money... Like, probably the Avenger movies is where all their money for CGI goes lately. But... But even then, like they have some questionable scenes. I uh, I sent a picture of the genie to my friends when it was first announced over text, and they honestly thought it was fake because their reaction was the same way as if I just took a picture of me running over their dog. You know, they were they were very upset. Like this is fake, right? You wouldn't do this to me. And it's like, no, this. Is, what kind of human being are you? It really was like that. They're just like, how? Dare you? <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? It was so. Uh... Okay, so so, for curiosity's sake, will you guys see it? I will um, probably see it if uh, my goddaughter wants to go. Because yeah, I mean, I'll do anything for her because it could be entertaining. I don't know if that showed up well. Some emerged the genie was Sonic. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so what about you, James? Will you give it a shot at the theater? Um, I mean, Disney's going to have all my money anyway, so I could give them $20 more. Yeah. That was a picture of a cake for a second, right? Yeah. Cake. <laughs> Alex, are you going to give them your money? No. No. Not, not I'm malicious. It's just like there's nothing that interests me. Okay. That's it. Well, you know who I'm going to give my money to? Well, not really, but I already do. Uh, DC. With, uh, what did they do poor, this week? Poor bastard. <laughs> what did they do to you this week? Oh, yeah, my. Uh, Justice League versus the Fatal 5 trailer dropped. Yeah. Uh, before we get there, I watched some of the Doom Patrol episodes. Yeah. The first Doom Patrol episode, part of it. Wait, the, it actually looks pretty good. The episode dropped already. I have my ways. Or are you talking about the Teen Titans Doom Patrol episode? Because no, it, I've seen like clip. I've seen the clips, but the majority of the clips of him. Well, I mean, and, Doom Patrol was in Teen or it was in Titans. The live. Yeah, Doom Patrol has its own show now. Yep. Okay, James, are you a pirate? Ark. A fast, he salty talks. Okay, so Doom Patrol, you dig it? I I liked it. Um, I thought it was funny, Um, but at the same time, it's like. I enjoy Brandon Frazier and I kind of want more of him in like movies again. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I say that is I just watched the, the mummy with him and I forgot how freaking charismatic and funny that man is. It's like, I, 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 I want to be your friend. Like, can I just follow you on your adventures? Brandon yeah. Frazier as genie. Go away. No, he wasn't terrible in Monkey Bone. That that, that <laughs> script was god awful. I liked Monkey Bone. I'm sorry. Don't Brandon be. Fraser I I enjoyed it. It was a it's a weirdly arty movie. I love it. Hmm. Like you can like, I still think... Goldberg's God or Death. Or she's Death. Yeah, she's Death. I mean, come on, Stephen King gets stuck in the other world because of Cujo. That that's great. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, but even in this this is where I get I get yelled at is Looney Tunes back in action, the live action with him, Steve Martin, and Jenna Elfman, is still one of has some of the best jokes in a in a Looney Tune movie since like the 1980s. Like some of like the meta they put in that stuff is fantastic. Sure, yeah, like it, it, it really 80s Looney Tunes. 
Like, remember when the Looney Tunes used to have like those mo- that, that the long movies that were just like clip shows, but yeah. they were like, like released. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Daffy Duck and the like Ghost Quackers or something. It was that was like the Bugs Bunny and Donald, uh, the Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck movie or something like that. But it really was, it was like a, an arc of a story, but they just kind of put in episodes to fill the arc to make it, and they had like original stuff in it. Yeah. It, it always used to be yeah. like on like uh, Cartoon Network. They always used to show those, or like it was like always a Saturday afternoon movie on ABC or something like that. Like that's how that's how I discovered them. Gotcha. But yeah, no, th- I mean th- that goes back to my Brandon Fraser tidbit because he literally make like it's. A, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I still watch it every once in a while. I think it's funny. I love the Mummy movies. And I love Brandon Fraser and. When you dig into like why he's been gone from movies, it's sad. But I would really like them to come back. He had a good run for a he while. Did. He was uh, he, he was goes, good in um what was it? in Fargo. He's in Fargo. He's in the third season of Fargo. Oh, I need to watch that. I miss Rick Morandis. Uh, he'll be back in Ghostbusters. Um, spoiler. Gasp. Shock. <laughs> uh, so just I mean, Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Yes. yes. What about it? How excited are you guys? I'm excited. It's back to the Bruce Timiverse. Exactly. I, love it. I mean, even the same voices, everything is awesome. Kevin, I'm excited. Kevin Conroy as uh, Batman. Who did Superman again? I think it's now um, his son. Really? Yeah, but but he, he got the original one to do it. Uh, oh, is he? He's not an O'Connell. No, that's not him. Yeah, is it Jerry O'Connell? Can't remember anything. He's listening to this, you know. You know he is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's 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 basically just Justice League Unlimited and Justice League's voice cast, which I like how they kind of got some new. They got the new the female Martian Manhunter, and they have. Um, somebody else. But I always like the Legion of Superheroes um, story arcs they kind of sprinkled through. They did that during Smallville. They do that through like Justice League. So it's uh, George Newbern is Superman. Oh, we knew that George yes. Newbern. We all remember totally that guy. Yeah, and uh, hey. yes, Kevin Conroy is uh, retaining the voice of Batman. The one and I only think, Batman. I think he just has a running. I think he just has a uh, constant. Um, uh, I think this is an open contract with. Um, Warner Brothers. Yes. No, there we go. It's a matter of what the director wants the like the style to be. No, I just really think they're they're like Kevin. What are you doing? <laughs> Would you, you want to come, you want to come be Batman again? He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's on the, the, the director's discretion though, because they can get somebody else to do it. Which True. Is, that, that director choice. has to be like, hey, look, we can like, we want this person. But it seems like they've only boiled it down to two. It's only two Batmans now. It feels like it's Kevin Conroy and it's the I mean, Batman from Batman. the New Justice League. You gotta limit your Batman. You can't have too many. I, I forget his name, but the guy who did Batman: Brave and the Bold did a great job with Batman as well. Oh, wasn't he the guy? For, wasn't he uh, from the Drew Carey show? Yep. His name's escaping me. Yeah. It's going to be one of those episodes where you're going to forget every name. <laughs> well, the artwork looks excellent. And it looks like we're going back to the uh, the animated series style, which is uh, Tim. It's a Bruce, Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim, yes. Bruce Tim. Yep. You can remember it because uh, his name is Batman and his uh, last name is one of the Robins. There you go. And you can't spell Arkham Asylum with it. You know, you can't spell Mark Hamill without using Arkham. So uh, this actually comes out next month, March 30th. And, uh, uh, I'll get it on DVD when it comes out. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited. I love that universe so much. And whatever to get back with it, um, definitely. <laughs> Not enough for me to sit there and subscribe to DC Universe. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so I, the, I would much rather own a copy of it. 
So this is based on the characters created by Jim Shooter, and uh, so it's Justice League Battles, The Fatal Five, and uh, going by the trailer, The Fatal Five are from the future. And, yep, they're, uh, the, they're the arch nemesis of the Legion of Superheroes. Oh. <laughs> Any other uh, information you can give us on that? Alex? Yeah, sure. Sure. They're from the 31st century. They are a group of teenage superheroes with varying powers and abilities. And often or not, they go back to the dawn of the golden age of superheroes, which is Superman, Batman, etc., and more often than that, they're either going back in time to kill or destroy Superman for X reason because, you know, if you screw up the timeline, maybe villains will have a better chance in the future, you know? They even did a uh, Legion of Superheroes animated series way back in the day for a while where Superboy went into the future. And and in the continuity of uh, the Bruce Timiverse, even Supergirl chooses to stay in the 31st century way far in the future because her and uh brainiac 5 end up together at one point which is an awkward dinner date especially with brainiac being the cause of the destruction of krypton it's weird it's a weird situation but still uh legion of superheroes is great and bruce tim's universe is great so it's another fresh take on something so i'm excited well, also DC, this is where they're killing it right now. Is the animated series? You know, it's just there. There really hasn't. Well, we talked about uh, Killing Joke, but there really hasn't been a terrible one lately. Yeah, some some of them falter. <laughs> In the last year or so. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the animation is like lousy. Reign of Superman was good, um, but yep. sometimes like you know. Killing Joke, the the animation was very sloppy, and then there's been several that the animation is sloppy. But you know, yeah. on, on those oh. were even what, what's they, it called? What was the one with uh, Flashpoint? Flashpoint had some iffy animation too. Yeah, but it, it was a great story though. Yeah, but yeah. I agree with you. It's but it's it's noticeable. Yeah. I think what it is, especially those Justice League type movies, you know, Flashpoint, Paradox, War, uh, uh, Death of Superman, if they involve the Justice League, it feels like a lot of their stuff's already like pre-programmed in the computer, so they're just keep pulling it up. They're not trying to redraw them to kind of speed up the animation quality of it. And I think sometimes what you're getting is you're getting reused reused images, and they're yeah. not going in back and cleaning up because they're trying to pump out three or four of these a year now. Or, or it's possible that the animation the animation stuff they get back from Korea is just the first like one they get, and they're just like, fine, let's just go with it. We don't have time to send it back and get it going. Dude, it might just be a time from this timeline. Yeah. Well, it's something I'll definitely add to my uh, collection. And uh... I would love – I mean, didn't they come out – didn't they just announce or did they come out last year? They had like all the DC animated episodes with oh movies God. in one pack. It, yep. it, it was the movies. You had to be careful which one you ordered because uh, uh, there was a pack. Some of it was porn? No, no, no. I, 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 porn. The, the UK edition, uh, I guess, did not have all the movies. Uh, but it was like, crazy expensive. I think it was like 200 bucks. But you got like 30 movies, right? 20. Uh, Pretty sure it was remembered. 20. They, they had the box that they were giving away at New York Comic Con. I remember at the panel, um, I think Kevin Conroy and Tara Strong were there, and they were talking about, like, what are some of the favorite films that you worked on recently because they were giving away the big box set. And they were saying that, like, some of the favorite recording stuff they did was in Killing Joke, which is, like, always ironic. That's, like... Oh, uh, you were right. It is 30 movies. It's the DC Universe 10th Anniversary Collection. 30 movies. And Amazon has it right now for one hundred and fifty nine dollars. Awesome. So Valentine's Day gift, everyone. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, comes with Superman Doomsday, Justice League, The New Frontier, which was awesome. Another Bruce Tim. Uh, I love that one. Uh, Wonder Woman, Green Lan Lantern, First Flight, Batman. I I'm not going to read all these. Uh, Batman, year Batman one. under the Red Hood, Apocalypse, Year One, Justice League Doom, The Night Dark Knight Returns, 
Superman Unbound, Flashpoint, War, Son of Batman, Arkham Assault on Arkham, Thorn of Atlantis, Batman v. Robin, <clears throat> Justice League Gods and Monsters, Batman Bad Blood, Justice League vs. Teen Titans, Killing Damn. Joke, Justice League Damn. Dark, just jo- 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 uh, Judas Contract, and Harley Quinn Batman. Plus six more. Yo-Yo has to go? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I gotta get back to work. Uh, we'll let you go, Yo-Yo. All right. Bye, Yo-Yo. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs> Made us a... Uh... Um, I'm excited and uh, I, I love I love the animated universe they've always prevailed in some like in nearly every form adapting it's always fun I, I love it and especially with the Bruce Timiverse I'm excited I'm wicked excited more excited than any sort of genie could yeah no I mean like you're giving you're giving the characters to the people who want to tell stories. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I enjoyed, I enjoy a lot of the, like a lot of the new stuff out there. I like justice league. I like justice league dark. Some of the stuff that I'm seeing is very good from Warner brothers. I just hope the quality keeps up with the storytelling because now they're starting to tackle bigger stories like hush. I haven't read Hush, but everybody keeps telling me Hush is quintessential Batman. So if it's quintessential Batman, like we said, the killing joke was and how they handled the killing joke, mm-hmm. it worries me. But again, I also feel like the Hush is a bigger story. So it can fill a 90 minute movie compared to the killing joke, which couldn't fill a 90 minute movie. It could have, but it was done very incompetently. That's why I think even Leo well, and everyone was upset. Really? Uh, killing joke is, is a very short story. Uh, I, you know, uh, but hush. Alex has thoughts. I, Alex always has thoughts. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts, Alex? I was only going to say is that, like, I do believe the killing joke as still being a short story, could have padded out the time length if you composed and shot it with the right storyboards. Because, like I said, with the with the whole review is that if you just took the same transitional scenes and just kind of made it a slower pace and made things more impactful by making you feel and more enriched in the environment you were in, I think you could have uh-huh. made a stronger emotional impact. But then you couldn't have it's a short story. But then you couldn't have a uh, Batgirl sex scene. You're right. How bad would that be? <laughs> I must be a monster. If only the internet could do that with their own time. If only but we don't know have the technology uh what is it what is it called rule 34 there's like porn for everything welcome to the new segment of the dorks podcast where we talk about our reviews of rule 34.com all right gentlemen what was your search history (laughs) james is now a furry (laughs) so lola bunny hot take what do you think I made me feel weird as a kid. <laughs> I love how you've begun with like. <sighs> <laughs> it made me feel weird. <laughs> I was like ten when that. I was ten, eleven. So of course I'm at that age, and I'm like, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I asked my friend that when we were pumping gas and he saw him get out on the other side and I asked him that question. He's like, what'd you think about her when you were a kid? He, he looked at me with saucer eyes and just went like, I like the girl parts. Like I hit something. Like I hit something deep in his core. <laughs> he, can't wa- he can't watch Zootopia now? No. Mm-mm. Oh, that's wrong. That's so wrong. Oh goodness! All right, enough with the. Uh, yeah, you know, you know what? What I'm confused about. The What's Umbrella that? Factory. I know, Alex. Why should we be excited about Umbrella Factory? It's called the Umbrella Academy. That's why. <laughs> it's called the Umbrella Academy, and it's a good book by Gerard Way. The artwork's <laughs> great. They ground it a little bit for the. 
for the show. I'm excited. It's got a good narrative. It's called Brawl Academy. What kind of podcast is this? God. <laughs> I corrected him every time he said it, and everyone still called it a Brawl Factory. It's Academy. It's not even a hard... God. It's a dude who has a... There's a guy named Space Boy, and his head's on top of a gorilla body. And it's cool. Uh, so, right. so, 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 Alec. Go, James. So why should we watch this? That which? Why should we? Because you're ignorant. That's why. Because you're ignorant. <laughs> you're just you're just ignorance, man. Just just ignorance. Here it is. People are just uh, ignorant. Just ignorant. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm, just, I'm just ignorant. Just Mr. Jefferson. Just come, come here, blanket. Come into my wishing tree. Just just ignorant. Just want to uh, play. So how play many? Play with me, blanket. Play. <laughs> I don't like oh. that it went there. Oh my! There's there's stuff in the narrative, especially in the first volume, which is great because it builds up tension. There's a lot of key characters that show up in the trailer that I saw that that if they do what they do, you're probably gonna be shocked. It's a uh, pretty I, as it see like they're going for the weird like uh, you know disorganized family type thing, which is. Really cool. Why don't you give us a brief uh, synopsis? Okay. So I'll started with a guy performing atomic elbow on top of a giant space alien. And around the world, a bunch of pe- a bunch of young women who were virgins gave birth to children. And all of these kids developed a very specific power where this man called the monocle went around and snatched up all these kids so he could train them in his little academy himself that he calls the umbrella academy and those are the kids you see in the show and there are kids that have different powers and all that kind of stuff there's rumor who just says i heard a rumor and whatever she says after that causes a complete change in reality around you like said, I heard a rumor you're related to that billionaire. Boom. And then you have characters like Kraken who can like hold his breath for a long time and he's good with knives. Is that the it's... Ellen Page character? Ellen Page is playing Violet. And Violet doesn't have any powers. And was kind of shunned by the monocle. And it caused a real stir in the family, especially when everyone else went out to take care of the situation. And I know some people who've read the comic before, but I'm prefacing it as this, is that you're going to find interesting twists of what's going on with these characters of, like, why is this a thing? Like, why is this happening? And, I mean, there's even... And you all call them number... By different numbers, like number one, two, three, four, and five, and stuff like that. And, yeah, because uh, in the trailer you saw, like, one, two, three, four, five, seven. Yep. And... Number five, he's a young kid you see in the trailer. That's because he was a runaway. He was a runaway as a kid and jumped way far in the future and then came back. Oh, yeah, because isn't that the whole plot? He jumps ahead and sees the end of the world and jumps back or something like that? Yep. It's uh, it's going to be good, and I promise you. Check out the book. It's a really interesting thing. I think they grounded it just a little bit, just for the images of certain things. Well, you were saying he took all these kids, but it seems like in the trailer they're like, I only picked six of them. Like, of all these kids, I picked these. Some didn't survive. Okay. All right, because I, I, you don't get that, because you're just saying he takes them all, but he's like, out of all of them, I pick these, like, these no. six to be my academy. Yeah, because I think a majority of them didn't make it because they he didn't either arrive in time or they just weren't able to survive. Okay. And they all wear do- domino masks and stuff like that. They're they're awesome. I loved when the book it, came out. I have to find my number one. Is it is it like a is it a complete story like it has a beginning and end or is it one of those open ended stories? Enough enough to continue the series. I would say the first volume is a complete story in itself, but it has that kind of ongoing narrative, like say perhaps like in a Hellboy sentimentality. Oh, so it's it's like episodic. There's there, there could be standalone stories, but in the larger universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like X Files. Yeah, like I would. I would, I would, I would preface it like that. Yeah. 
So I'm assuming this is another indie book that Netflix picked up. Well, it was from Dark Horse Comics. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, not necessarily indie, but, you know, not the big two, not DC Marvel. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. I would say it's a very unorthodox book, and I'm sure Gerard Way had some, you know, good, you know, talk to it. And to be honest, I didn't know who Gerard Way was when I first picked up the book. And I saw there's only a few other people reading the book. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a good book. And it's like, yeah, it's written by Gerard Way. I'm like, did he write something else? And it's like, no, what? No, he, he was a part of this band. What are you talking about? Mike? what? Oh, I, I enjoyed his writing. <laughs> and also he wrote a bit of uh, Doom Patrol for DC. So if you're interested in this book, also check that out. Because I also think the way that Doom Patrol is being like taken care of in the new show is probably inspired by his version of Doom Patrol. So I'm interested, especially since if you look both of these shows, they have like tonal similarities in some ways. I think there's a reason for that. Well, when it okay. when it comes out, since I already have DC Universe, unfortunately, I'll have to watch it. <laughs> uh, Doom Doom was... Patrol, that is. Uh, so uh, Umbrella Academy, definitely, you know, look, Netflix hasn't let us down, really, have they? Their original, um, yeah, they have. Some ways they have. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of gems. There's some stinkers, but most of it's gems, the originals. I still don't like when they take seasons out of shows unreasonably. I don't like that. Like what? Like Futurama. They oh. like took out like first four seasons and left the rest. Gotcha. Yeah. That wasn't cool, Netflix. That wasn't cool yeah. at all. Used to be cool. James, what's your bitter taste in Netflix? Um, the, the all the Marvel stuff, yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not watching any of it because I know it's getting canceled. Please don't edit. Don't please don't edit this at all. I love the long like <laughs> exasperation from both of you. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, it's. Uh, Unfor- I mean, I mean, I mean. At, at the end of the day, like I said, it is Netflix, and 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 they're making more stuff. But also, too, it's one of those things you look at, like what's coming out. Is they're losing a lot of stuff, and they're adding more of their original stuff, which I don't mind. Their original stuff, some of the stuff is really, really good, mm-hmm. but some of it's just bad. Like they're, they're, it's coming to a point where, like, before it was like everything they put out was gold. Everything they put out was really good, well thought out. Money was put into it. Now it's just like we're starting to throw. A- throw a bunch of stuff at you whatever hits hits whatever doesn't doesn't like you know you know you the more the more stuff you have out there the better opportunity it's going to be a hit but at the same time that's more could possibly be more failures i'm also curious because moving forward netflix is that they have uh there's a lot of promising things coming from them because they've uh they bought that Zac Efron Bundy movie. I mean, they had a lot of good with the Bundy tapes, and now they're actually getting that movie to stream on their platform, as far as I know. I don't know if that's a rumor or if that was confirmed. Oh, they, yeah, they bought it. They bought the oh. streaming rights. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and uh, they just snatched up a whole bunch of animators or a whole bunch of famous people who work in cartoons. They got the creator of Powerpuff Girls. They got the creator of My Life's Change Robot, Gravity Falls. They got all these people they're now associated with Netflix to make their own shows and they don't have to be censored by studio networks because if you can make something good, Netflix will let you run with it. And that's usually why Netflix makes good content. But the problem is too, is how, how, how much deep is, how, how deep is their well? Right. Like I said, you know, you look at some of the movies they're putting out there and some original stuff. It's, it's unbelievably good. Like I said, I'm not taking away some of their some of their their, their stuff. It, it is really still really good, but then you start stumbling on stuff. You're just like, that's not good. Like Haunting of Hill House was such an unbelievable hit, but the problem is the creator's like, I don't want to do another one. Yeah. Like, you know, you have a lot of these one and off things. Like, yeah. So, 
I don't know. Like I said, you know, I always tell the stories like you, you know, but in, in their in their logic behind like hit movies is silly. They're like, well, forty thousand, forty million people stra- streamed this movie this weekend, so that's like worthy of like two hundred and fifty million dollars at the box office. And they're like, that's not how math works. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're also are they still counting the people who bailed out? Like, I don't like this, and then leave. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we watched, me and Jen watched the Black Mirror, the Choose Your Ban- Adventure. Bandersnatch? Yeah, Bandersnatch, whatever it was. And it was really, really good, and we were blown away by it. But then at the same time, I was like, I really don't want to watch any more Black Mirror. Like, if this is how Black Mirror is, I'm like, man, I'm okay. But, like, you know, you look you look at Stranger Things, and I'll use Stranger Things as a great example. Stranger Things came out of nowhere. Yep. That was an unequivocal hit. That I was so incredibly late for that I was just like, yeah, I know what happens. I don't need to watch the season. Um, you know, you have season three coming out in July. There hasn't been a lot of talk about it. You've had a couple teasers. You have the very good marketing that Netflix does with the show. Are you going to have another step back? Like, you know, you you, you want to hit the you want you it's really hard to hit the iron hot twice. You got Stranger Things. You rushed Stranger Things two. You took some time to build Stranger Things three. It seems like, but at the same time, like, are you just going to turn into what the networks are and just keep doing the same things, or are you going to try to reinvent yourself? Well, I know, I, think, I know they pushed yeah. back Stranger Things three a couple times, right? Well, it's because all the actors are making other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eleven is in the new Godzilla. She's in a bunch of stuff, so yeah. And uh, Phil Wolfhard is. Uh... Still in. I still think he's shooting for it too. Uh, I think it too is wrapped. All right. I, I don't know. I'm just saying that. <laughs> no, I, I I know like Jessica Chastain said that she wrapped and a bunch of other people have wrapped. So, I mean, it comes out in September. So, I I, I like Netflix because it definitely shows where television is going. Like I can even understand like the growth in like payment per month. I'm all set for payment as long as the content's good. I'm fine with that, but I think, like, I mean, are people really shocked? It's inevitability. Like, they're dominating. It's essentially going... It is like the new television. Everyone's doing streaming now. Everyone knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, it's just... it's 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 It comes to a point now where, like, I just wish I could have the same everything in one location again like i felt like that's what netflix was so good is netflix had like everything had all the shows had everything i was looking for now it's like well now it's on hulu now it's on prime now it's on yeah but that gives you a variety though because everybody has their own style of shows yeah and like look at uh cbs all access you know it's uh and star trek discovery Absolutely friggin' phenomenal, um, but we're not getting as many episodes. You know, it's uh, quality over quantity. It definitely yeah, I yeah. So I mean, like I said, I- I'm very curious to see what happens with the um, with the Netflix increase of the the rate the price range. I think they are going to lose people. I think they were predicting twenty seven percent are going to drop it. Um, but like I said, that's also for like the most expensive packet. Like, you know, uh, you know, paying a twelve dollars for Netflix is worth it. Like, I pay I pay for Hulu, Netflix, and I steal my mom's Prime. So you know, and my mom pays for CBS All Access as well because it's through her Prime account. Um, but at the same time, it's one of those things like, you know, will I buy Warner Brothers? Maybe. Will I buy Disney Plus? Yes, because um, it's the only way you're going to get Star Wars and Marvel moving forward. Yeah. So, or yeah, would I... you want to wait for a package deal like sometimes they do, where you can buy one thing but it's used from all the other streaming services? I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. They've done something like that with like Verb and stuff. VRV. Stop yeah, it. but like I'm I'm surprised Stop like you it. can't get that with. That's, I can't believe I, I can't believe like Charter or like Comcast hasn't jumped on that bag when being like, okay, you get you know your internet package which is you know sixty bucks a month, and then with for an extra fifty dollars, so for hundred and ten dollars you get internet, but you get Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Warner Brothers streaming. 
Okay, included. The, the cable companies need to rot in hell, okay? I you know what's coming. No, it's not. They will try to make it come. What you're explaining there is going to be a last, last ditch effort of cable companies. And you're talking about they have they oh, have the they have the internet like they can do whatever they want, dude. Not everywhere. Oh, is, this, is this is this the whole thing with uh, the uh, net neutrality thing that happened? No, net neutrality is completely different, and that's still you know. I I know. I meant like, are we segueing into that topic? No, like, no, no, no. Not, I, I'm just saying to 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 keep people. I wouldn't be surprised if. Comcast or like Spectrum is like to get the highest package for like x60 bucks where you can bundle all your streaming services for an extra $60 instead of paying you know $12 for Hulu $12 for uh, $12 for Netflix Prime it's all included like for an extra 50 bucks you get all the streaming packages available because like you already get it like with AT&T with my AT&T unlimited plan, I have I have HBO for free, so I have access to the HBO app and I can watch anything I want on HBO for free. It has like six things on it, but still I have HBO. Like yeah, I can watch and, Justice League. And then you know people end up having a three hundred dollar cable bill like they have now. I'm happy with my individual accounts. I'm happy with you know canceling as I don't need it, um, and upgrading some as I need it. So I, I like so, I like having the flexibility and I like staying away from a cable company. So Alex, going back because this is the big wraparound all the way back to the the Umbrella Factory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looks like Alex wants to reach through this camera and strangle me. <laughs> Umbrella Academy. If someone wants to get into the um, Academy, and but they, they want a offshoot of it or a way to get into it, like to kind of start down that path without jumping into it. Like, a, what's a good book to go along with the Umbrella Academy? Like, if you're reading Umbrella Academy, what's another book you could like read along with it? Or um, it's something they might have heard that's in the same vein as the Umbrella Academy. That's a that's a toughie. Um, I got one for you. Uh, so hearing you talk about Umbrella Factory, it seems very reminiscent to, uh, that's the evil look, Alex. <laughs> uh, I watched the first episode of Deadly Class. Um, it's not like a schooling type, uh, in the Umbrella Academy. It's not really oh, like okay. it's set in a school and they're like being taught and everything. It's not like any sort of like, uh in a sense like Harry Potter something really like that it's kind of more of like an unorthodox family that's why there's like only seven of them because you know things kind of went wrong and uh, that's kind of why it's like they're young kids they're superpowers things should be interesting right and then it cuts to like they're all a really bad dysfunctional family that they're all like adopted under their quote unquote dad who is the monocle who is a very distant person because the monocle was also not human and uh, he was an alien and uh, he uh, was very distant from them. they all didn't know how to grow up and they all grew up dysfunctional okay did you just do the aliens pose <laughs> uh, um, you gotta get the hair to get for uh, Sukulus oh yeah Jen's, Jen says my hair is coming back so I believe her I'm just trying to look at my shelf real quick if there's like anything I can think of right away. Um, um, the only quick one that comes to mind, I wouldn't even say it's in the same pairing, but it's also becoming a Netflix show, which is Lock and Key. <laughs> um, okay. Which I guess would also be a dysfunctional family. And it's about these kids that go to a place called, uh, you know, uh, um, I think it was called like House Lovecraft or something. And it's this house that belonged to a relative of theirs, and they all move there after a very horrible incident that happened to their family. And uh, they find keys that have different heads on them, and when you unlock a door and pass through it, each one of them has a different effect. 
Okay. There's, e there's even one called like a like a like a mind key, which is if you're holding it, you'll see a keyhole pop up in the back of someone's neck. And if you put it in and unlock it, you'll actually pop off the top of their head and you can like throw, say, a book in there or something and you'll know all the contents of that book. You're not super smart for doing it, but you have all the contents of that book in your head. Kind of like, um, oh, who's that s comic superhero? Who like, uh, Freakazoid. He, uh, he, kind of. It's a horror yeah. book. Okay. Like, let me say that. It's a scary book. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, mm, that's a tough one. You caught me off guard. I don't know right now. <laughs> well, no I'm gonna worries. With, well, I'm, I'm going to come up 30 of them as soon as I hit the pillow tonight, like always. <laughs> well, by the time we do our next episode, we'll watch some uh, Umbrella Factory. And... Uh... <laughs> Uh, and the Umbrella Academy as well. And uh, we'll... Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex. I had to... <laughs> as well, like it's another thing. I thought you were going to bring up um, the Umbrella Corporation from Resident Evil or something like oh, that. I was, or... I, I was going to. I was thinking about it, but yeah. XCOM, oh, give it to you. Come, give it to you, XCOM, give it to you. Give it to you, Tune in give next it to week you. to watch me get bullied by people. <laughs> uh, so, Do you like comics, nerd? <laughs> uh, so next week we'll we'll talk more about um, Umbrella Academy, and uh, we also have some uh, Turtle Batman stuff to talk about next week as well. Um, also, how Disney's going to get four billion dollars this year at the box office? So I know, froze, yeah. So, uh, Elsa versus Thanos, the <laughs> final showdown. It's Thanos versus Elsa versus Kylo Ren. It also takes place in a Zootopia backdrop. It's really cool. It's like Smash Bros. It's so awesome because then you have Walt's frozen head just floating there, like in Futurama. I was telling my body pillow the other day that this is the coolest concept I've ever heard. <laughs> Only just, it's just, but now with the Predator and aliens, are they now princesses? Yes, you totally are. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you sure are. That's why I thought when I was polishing my, my katana collection, you're super awesome. Ah, oh, stop it. Dude, you want to see my fedoras? They're super awesome. They paired well with my katana blades. Oh, not the fedora. Oh, you gotta show me those. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> check it out, man. Oh, God, look, they're so cool. I mean, I wish I had a f f fedora, but all I have is my medieval redcon stuff. You want to see that? I oh, need feathers. Oh, dude, you just you blew my mind. I have fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Our leader has a fedora. He is our leader. He knows what we are. Uh... <laughs> I mean, the show is called The Dark. Come on. Uh, yeah, back in the day, I used to wear a leather fedora with a long leather trench coat. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> I had air that went down to the middle of my back. There has to be some photographic evidence of this. Oh. Do you have swords? <laughs> no, I thought about buying some, but no. No, no, it's just it's just ninja weaponry. Like just Yeah, I had a ninja throwing a sword. <laughs> uh it was the nineties. How, how how did you how did you wear your hair? Like facial hair. Uh, pretty much the same, same goatee. Okay, because it was you sure it wasn't like here. Oh, oh yeah, no, it might have oh. been, might have, might have been a neck beard. I'm not sure. <laughs> I always thought he was gonna say I had a soul patch. on reddit you know neck beards are a thing i do i do yes uh, okay i can't i can't I'm done. 
<laughs> Can't get the mental image out of your head? This is retribution for the whole Umbrella Factory thing. Oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna attack Dream 6. We're gonna find something. <laughs> well, like I said, it was the 90s and I had my own style. That's no excuse. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> Did you skateboard too? What's the night? What's the nineties gonna do with it? Yes, I did actually. Well, that's cool. <laughs> he did that and watched Clerks, and you know. Oh, I loved Clerks. Yes. Right? Were, were you the, the Ben Stiller show? The Ben Stiller show, and oh yeah, you know, Jimmy Garofalo was your hero. Sure. <laughs> How much can we paint a character? Like, if we just kept throwing darts at the board, like, were you this? <laughs> Like, like. <laughs> uh, Leo has for for anyone who can't see the visual, Leo has grown into a man. He grew up from that phase, as far as we know. Like, we don't know if he has some sort of like Adam West like Shakespearean bust that he presses after the show, where he'll hop in a cave and become like Neckbeard of the Night. You know. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a new podcast, Neckbeard of the Night. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Uh, the dork neck beard. No. Did you used to yell at women that they never give nice guys a chance while also being an asshole doing it? No, no, I was always respectful. Okay, good. Because <laughs> that's the stereotypical nice guy, dude. Yeah. Where it's like, stop stupid bitches never giving a nice guy like me a chance. <laughs> uh, no. I was not that stereotype. Just the, uh, uh, just I, I was just a dork. Yep, and you, and you are happily married, and she is a very lucky woman. She is, yeah. And that's not for she's just, she's uh, she's actually a lucky woman. <laughs> I do have to say, uh, my first wife found uh, my leather fedora, and uh, I found. I it. hope she threw it away. No, I I talked about wearing it again, and I found a bowling ball on it. It was like oh, I, I, I thought you were gonna take in a completely different direction. No, 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 no. Was, uh, she she put a bowling ball on top of it in the closet, and it was just like it was smushed beyond like, yeah, it was unwearable. <laughs> she looked in and purposely have a place perfectly to ruin the leather. Yeah. Uh, on that note, I think we finished another episode of the Dorks Podcast. You still have it? No. No, I I just wanted to see if we could tease our audience for like a quick picture on the social medias at all if it would still existed. No, I I can find I don't have it here. I can find one of my other fedoras though. I promise you, if you want to get a lot of marketing for this episode in particular, just do a side profile picture of you just tipping the hat and just have the just have the text say "Milady." You will get so many retweets. <laughs> Uh, I may do that. Uh, <laughs> on that note, I want to thank you all for listening to our dorky podcast here. And uh, Alex, where do you like people following you? You can follow me at Art of Alex Hoy. You can follow me at Pure um, underscore Alex Hoy on Twitter. And and on Instagram, it's under Pure underscore Alex Hoy under, underscore Hoy. That. Uh, basically, uh, Type in Alex Hoy, Art, you should be able to find my stuff. I have a Twitch channel coming up, and expect a lot of cool things coming from it. And that's H-O-E-Y. Hoy. James. You can find me at the tweets in the Instagrams at LongTimeStorm. So check this out. Uh, also, you can find me here on The Dorkening. I actually just did a quick little 11-minute uh, video that Leo should be uh, hopefully putting up uh, sooner than later regarding uh, some video game news that's dropped. There's a bunch of new video game stuff that came out. So about a 10-minute little video, so check it out. Uh, I'm hopefully, you know, doing a little bit more of those uh, just to kind of – there's a bunch of stuff that, you know, you can't we can't talk about between our seven shows that we have. So, you know, definitely I figured this would be a nice little way to, you know, incorporate some additional topics that you might not be aware about and also keep the conversation going. So check that out. Check out thedorkening.com on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, Leo with a leather coat, okay. fedora, and long hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it.
love it because it's Valentine's Day tomorrow as we're recording, so it just makes me so happy. Uh, it makes I, me so... I have a heart emoji in my heart. You know it's what? It's just... <laughs> I, I will try to find... I do know I have a picture. I think it's with... It's probably not with the fedora. It, maybe it is with the fedora. Uh, but I'm standing in front of Cheers, the Bullfinch pub. Uh, so I will... What? Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> uh, and for me, just Google Leopon. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Uh, no pictures. Hopefully a leather jacket, fedora, and long yeah. hair. If I type in Leopon and press go and Google and then press image search, what uh, will I find? <laughs> I'm doing that as we speak. As we go off the air, I'm finding this out right now. As we're saying... <laughs> Uh, what happened to the topics? If we started off on this, this would have been the entire episode. <laughs> we could have. <laughs> uh, on that note, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Wow, love Bye. <laughs>